Greetings, citizens. Let me take you back to 2012. The Olympics, Obama re-elected, and a disco in Bromley ending in over-the-pants foreplay with a cousin. But while I was out being a stud, some car park nerds in Leicester were busy defacing council land. And in what can be described as the biggest fluke since that time you met a Karen you liked, the Anorak mob made a remarkable discovery. <gasps> Among the dirt, debris and general despair of Leicester, the remains of notorious 15th century King Richard III were found and exhumed. Why is that important? Well, in the best episode of Jeremy Carr will never get to see, after a series of tests, they discovered that Dick's DNA doesn't match Big Liz and her cold-blooded crew. What does that mean? Put simply, in the annals of history, the royal bloodline was broken. Bombshell, we know. Grab a stiff drink, pat yourself down with a cold flannel, sit in the sun with Oprah, or however you relax. Now is the time for us to take a stand. This family is not fit for purpose. Dogged by scandal after scandal after Andrew, it is clear that fresh blood is needed. The hunt is on. We will scour the country to find the boldest, the brightest, the best. Those who embody the qualities of a true ruler. Each week, we'll put a prospective candidate through a thorough and rigorous interview asking hard-hitting questions like what they'll wear to their coronation, where their new seat of power will be, and what form of transport they would most like to lob a bottle of champagne at. All this, and much more, every week, on All Rise 4. Greetings subjects, and welcome back to All Rise 4, the podcast brought to you by Fool's Folly, where myself, Connor Maud, and my co-host Darren Hill over there, say hello Darren. Hello. We have been tasked with finding a new ruler for the country, and that's what we're going to do in this very next episode with our special guest, Rachel Hammond. Darren, how are you going? I'm brilliant, mate. I'm brilliant, and I'm really, really, really up for this episode. Uh, this is going to be this is going to be a really, really good one. Uh, so, Rachel Hammond. Rachel Hammond is our guest uh, this week. Uh, Rachel Hammond is a brilliant actor, drama facilitator, all rounds wonderful creative person, performance artist. Uh, has a load of a load of projects that you can get involved with that she'll uh, explain a little bit more in the episode. Loads of cool shit that she's doing, basically. And all yeah. the stuff is in the episode description that you can go and find. And go check Rachel out, because she is just wonderful. And she's I'm really, I'm just so excited to, to get her on the podcast and talk to her about what she would do if she had free reign over the country. Absolutely. Darren, I just want to quickly mention, uh, someone has asked me a question that I think you're much more qualified to answer than I am. Oh. Someone asked me, why why kazoos? We've done a couple of episodes now. The the over the overwhelming response has been we love the epi- we love the show guys, but why kazoos? Why kazoos? Uh, that's a brilliant question, Connor. I'm glad you asked and lumbered me with it. Uh, so kazoos. Now, I would love to be able to give you a really profound artistic answer that had a lot of artistic merit to it. Uh, the truth is, is that we, as you know, Connor, sat for a lot of time planning this show and what we thought. And we thought, oh, well, we're obviously going to ask people what the national anthem is going to be. And then we would need in order to show that national anthem. Uh, and then we realised we haven't got a pot to piss in when it comes to money to produce this podcast. Uh, and instead of paying for the rights uh, for all the songs that we would be uh, displaying in the show, we thought we might be able to get round that by uh, playing it really badly on kazoos. 
to the point where it isn't really often distinguishable what song it is we are playing. So that so there is the reason. In answer to the, the overwhelming amount of emails we've got, that's the answer yeah. to that question. And, oh, Darren, what's that noise I hear? Do the foley. Do the, do the, do the foley. What foley? Do the foley. The, the, foley. The, knock, the Do the foley, the knocking foley. Oh, the knocking foley. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah this please, is making... This is a callback, sorry. Oh, this is a callback, yeah. This is fucking made oh, loads Dar- of what's noise. The, what's, what's that I hear? Ooh, Darren, I think that might be Rachel ready to enter the interview space. Let's let her in. <laughs> All rise for Rachel Hammond. <laughs> And welcome back, everyone, to the All Rise 4 podcast. Rachel Hammond is here as our special guest today, as you heard in the intro there. Rachel, how are you? How are you going? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm grand. We're grand. Thank you very much. So, Rachel, as, as everyone has obviously already knows, uh, that song we just played for you was Superman by Black Lace. And that's what you've chosen, should you get uh, anointed the new ruler of this country, that's what you've chosen to change the national anthem to. Great choice. We talked about Thank it a little you. bit before. Uh, it's it's the song of sort of holidays, of childhood. It's an inspired choice. What made you go for it? Um, so, yeah, I, I basically grew up uh, on caravan sites. Um, I'm pretty sure my parents thought I was going to be like a red coat when I was older because I was always front and centre doing the Superman, doing Agadoo. Um, and... Even as an adult, that's my cleaning song. So when I really need to like get going and like clean my room, that's what I do. I stick on Black Lace's Superman. <laughs> Brilliant. So I thought, I think yeah. You need that though. Yeah, you need that sort of like motivate. I think everyone's got a song uh, that sort of helps them motivate and and then sort of like spurs them on to do things. I think that's a great one. Yeah, I haven't I haven't thought about that song in so long. It's bringing back so many memories for me. It's so weird. <laughs> I can almost smell like the sea, like the seaside and stuff. I don't believe yeah. it. For the listeners, we had a little mild panic when you told us the, your national anthem, Rachel, because of the previous two episodes we've had so far, the first uh, national anthem that was chosen was the Cha Cha Slide. Amazing. Uh, which we were like, oh, okay, fine, we can bust out at least a little bit of hook to that. And then the first episode we recorded which I think is the second episode that's going to come out, um, our guest chose um, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. Fantastic. Which, of course, everyone... like I was like, oh, I don't even need to look. Uh, you came on and said that, and we, I had a slight panic of like, oh, I don't know that. Um, right, OK. Um, <laughs> but we got there. We got there in the end. You, you did great. Um, I think if you do bar mitzvahs, weddings, funerals, like I'll book you for all three. <laughs> Amazing. What would, I, what would the you. name be? The, the 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 nah can't be <laughs> uh, but no that was great so why so what do you sort of anticipate happening when that when that sort of comes on then so what's what's your sort of hope because obviously there's there's actions and everything that go with that song uh, if anyone doesn't go they should really go and look at it I imagine our rendition was obviously pitch perfect but if you didn't quite get it go and listen to it. Because there are actions that go with that song. Are you expecting people to do the actions every time that it that it sort of happens? 
hundred percent. So you know when they get them to sing the national anthem at the beginning of football matches and stuff, like very serious, mm. but doing the actions. Um, you know, soldiers outside the the, the palace, very <laughs> seriously doing those actions. Um, if you if you have a look actually for Black Lace did Agadu as well. Um, if you right. look, they were on top of the pops, and it's a bunch of grown adults doing agadu, but trying to still look cool, and it's amazing, and that's what I want from Black Lace's Superman. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rachel, if you don't mind, we're gonna, uh, you're off to a very good start with the National Anthem, uh, I think we'd all agree, so we're going to uh, start the official part of the interview, if that is okay. Yeah. Um, so before we kick off, uh, can we confirm that you have the right to work in the United Kingdom? Yes. Good. And more specifically for royal role, um, can we confirm? Do you have a clean driving driving license and hard drive? Um, I don't have a driving license at all. Um, okay. I'm not. So it's I'm not very a driver. Clean. It's so clean. Uh, I stick to as it's as clean as the bus drivers' drivers' licenses. So whatever they're doing, they're the ones that get me around. Um, um, as for my hard drive, people might be disappointed when they go on there because there is a folder that says tits, but it's not tits, it's pictures of great tits, cold tits, blue tits, because I take a lot of pictures of birds, but not the kind of birds that people are expecting. So uh, it's clean, but it doesn't look like it when you first go on there. Oh. That's perfect. So, like, if anyone sort of like wants to try and blackmail you, they get access to the computer. They download that without looking. They sort yeah. of bring it to you. They, they 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 get the FBI gets back to wherever the FBI go to, uh, in in England, um, and they get back to wherever they go to. They look. They they're looking for tits. They think they're gonna blackmail you, and they just get uh they get egg on their face. If you'll excuse yep. the pun. Lots of lovely wildlife photos. That's that's all they'll get from me. <laughs> Now, of course, even though you'll be taking the place of the ruler of this country, doesn't mean that you have to take up the mantle of queen. There are tons of other options for you to choose from, you know, dictator, religious leader, whatever. There's tons and tons of choice. We want to know if you were anointed to be the new ruler of the country, what title do you think you would take? I mean, I, I, I quite like the good old fashioned queen. I think that it would be quite fun to have a queen that looks like me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, blue hair, Not I'm wearing dungarees today, you know, <laughs> covered in mod rock. I, I think, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm a, it would be quite a nice juxtaposition. Um, I, I asked my partner what I should be called and he was like, oh, you should be like a czar. And I was like, I, I don't good. know, czar, czar Rachel. I don't know if it rolls off the tongue, but it's, yeah, toss up between no. czar and... <laughs> but her royal highness rachel hammond the first has got quite a nice ring to it yeah yeah i quite like there that you go. <laughs> and uh, i mean actually that leads on quite nicely you mentioned your dungarees and stuff so obviously if you were to if you, to become the to become the ruler to become the queen actually quite nice yeah, and, and of course become... sorry we'll, from now on we'll of course refer to you Got as you. her royal highness queen rachel hammond the first amazing so um your Royal Highness, uh, Queen Rachel Hammond I, um, we'll obviously throw you a coronation. We just wanted to know, what would you wear to your coronation? What, what's the outfit going to be? 
Oh, well, my fashion taste, um, as you probably can tell, is um, a little bit questionable at times. I, I, I definitely dress like, uh, well, I'm in dungarees, like what can I say? Um, <laughs> but I think I would probably have to wear my favourite band t-shirt, which I've had since I was 14 years old. And it's kind of like my lucky charm at this point. It's a system of a down one. Um, so I don't know. There's a heavy metal band for people who aren't familiar yes. with them. Um, but uh, yes, I'd probably it's wear not that. A, you know, black lace. Uh. I, I know, I know. They, they just don't have any merch. It's, it's disappointing. But yeah, I think uh, system of a down and um, probably what I wear on a daily basis, uh, which is like a skirt over leggings. I, I often look like I'm just ready to to be rolling about and getting covered in I'm always covered in paint and stuff as well I'm really messy I don't know if I'd be very good at a coronation <laughs> well, but it's but your also, coronation who cares and also Rachel you do not have to justify your fashion choices at all because for the listeners at home myself and Connor which you won't realise are basically both wearing matching turtlenecks <laughs> so Rachel you must have come onto this Zoom call thinking you've accidentally joined some sort of Steve Jobs cosplay convention <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a shame. Going, I, have, oh. I have a turtleneck. I should have been wearing it under my dungarees. You We're should have sent so me a text. We're so sorry we didn't yeah. give you the menu. We're so sorry. <laughs> the so menu? Sorry. We're so sorry we didn't give you the memo. But even like, I turned on this Zoom call, Rachel, and I looked at Connor, and before I said hello, before I said how are you, before I did any of the human things, I just went, oh, fucking hell, we're wearing the same thing. <laughs> it's, like one of the, it's like married couple. When you've been sort of like together so as long as we have now, uh, you, that, start, you know, you, yeah. you, you can do things like not communicate like human beings do. So, Your Royal Highness, uh, Queen Rachel the First, uh, Rachel Hammond the First. There are there are many many things that you'll obviously be responsible for going forward. But what we're wondering, uh, obviously, we're thinking about your your early days here. If, if you get the job, we want to know what you're going to be doing early early doors. So, what's the first law that you'd pass? Um, so I'm not sure if it's a law, uh, but you know how um, the government like really pushed like STEM subjects, science and, and maths and things. I thought that maybe uh, my my thing, my passion would be to produce uh, ma the MAD project, which would be music, art and drama and trying to like push that as as the subjects for people to go into. But yeah, MAD. And I thought that was quite yeah, a nice sort of it. snazzy. Yeah. <laughs> I would take it up purely because you've called it the mad. The project. mad project. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Mad project is so lovely. So where did that come from? Obviously, we know obviously because of your background, obviously in in performing things like that. But you know, is that is that why it? it it came around for you because of the the you know or the lack of emphasis in the arts I suppose at the moment. Yeah, well, there's there's been such a lack of emphasis in the arts, you know, since I was studying. Um, I remember when I chose I chose GCSE drama. That was the subject that I wanted to do, and everyone else Preach. in that class were people who were put in that class because they weren't allowed to do the GCSEs that they'd chosen on their options. I don't know if it was the same for you at school, but. Um, yeah, for us, we had to kind of apply that we wanted to do these subjects. And then the teachers could say no if they didn't think you were going to do well in it. So a lot of students were put into drama who just didn't want to be there. And <laughs> confession time, for my GCSE drama, I got a C, which was the biggest shock ever for everyone. Because yeah. 
yeah it, that that was my subject that was what I did I was already doing performing arts outside of school um but it was because my written my written exam uh, that was all my coursework was a star and then my performance the people that I was with they they, they didn't want to do drama they weren't into it we all got an f so that pulled my grade right down i know and i think there's still a part of me inside that is a little bit peeved that drama wasn't treated as a subject at my school um and uh so yeah now i really want to push it and make it a subject what did you so i tell you, again this is going back all the way back to gcse's i don't, <laughs> don't know if you remember but what did you have to do with for the performance part what was the what was the brief we had so for the first year so year 10 it was we we did willie um russell's uh, blood brothers we had to study yeah. that and we had to write an essay about that and then our performance piece we had to devise something um and the people i was with like, they they were my friends but they just they weren't interested in drama they didn't do anything i wrote it i organized the sound i organized the lighting all they had to do was learn their lines and just that didn't happen either <laughs> um and the classes were just yeah really stressful um because of that so uh yeah but i you know i i still persevered and got there um I did really well at A-level and things, but, uh, you know, and I was excited that A-level was kind of when everyone had cho really chosen to do drama. But I think that, you know, so so early on in secondary school, it was treated as the easy subject or the DOS subject, but theatre isn't easy. <laughs> it's actually really hard. <laughs> Sorry for derailing your podcast. Into... <laughs> no, 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 no. I derailed it myself. So don't, you just went on the rail that I put in front of you. Uh, it's like that sorry, bit in uh, in the wrong trousers where Gromit's constantly throwing down tracks in front of himself or the train runs <laughs> along yeah. behind him. <laughs> and I can see and I can see Connor just in the corner just going, Right, I need to at some point throw a track back down <laughs> <laughs> thing we've got to do. You're taking me further away from it. Uh, anyway, but but actually that leads on quite nicely, Rachel, uh, talking about drama and so the mad and I quite like love the mad that's good <laughs> let's make that a hashtag hashtag mad project so you almost in this next question you almost get your own mad project mm. yeah in a way because obviously as the rule we're gonna th your first jubilee is going to come up at some point uh, probably after a year yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> <laughs> no that would be an anniversary it's not a jubilee oh sorry you're absolutely right i do apologize then otherwise you, you know yeah. big lizard have a jubilee every year <laughs> and what what a fundamental waste of the taxpayers' money. That would be exhausting. Having to, having to fucking drag out Gary Barlow every year. <laughs> and make Jimmy Carr compare. <laughs> Jesus, the amount of unpaid income tax there. Right. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, so sorry, Your, your Majesty uh, Queen Rachel Hammond uh, I. Uh, your first Jubilee is coming up and we're obviously going to throw you a big concert, a big party. Uh, what would the lineup be for your concert? Who would you have? Well, um... If Black Lace are still going, then I think it would be an insult to not invite them since they wrote my national anthem. I, there's a really good uh, kazoo duet that I've just heard. 
I, I think that they could probably have a slot. That would be really fun. Um, you know, they could do covers or, or something, or maybe they've got their own their own stuff. Um, also, my partner is a musician. I feel like it would be really mean of me if I was like, we're going to have this amazing party and invite all these amazing bands, but not yours. You know, you're not you're not coming. You can just sit there as, you know, just you look Nepotism pretty. Nepotism really does work, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so that, that brings up a question though, Rachel. Where in the running order do you put your partner's band? Because they probably don't want to... If they headline, that probably looks a little bit like, oh, okay, uh, go on a headline, because, you know, married the Queen and that. Sort of <laughs> <laughs> you know, and find Bono, Bono's there just going, well, you know, married the Queen. He doesn't, he doesn't talk like that, I, but I didn't want to. No, I will try. <laughs> okay, no, no, yeah, no, no, let me go with it. Let me go, let me go yeah, with yeah. it. Let me derail this further. Uh, oh, no, the edge. <laughs> Only got the job because married the queen. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. And Noel Gallagher's there. And uh-huh. try this as well. Yeah. Well, you know, he's only fucking got it because he's fucking married. <laughs> he married the queen. That's no scouse, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I was impressionist. Anyway, sorry. So the question was, Rachel, uh, you, where well, was... I've always said you are impressive, Darren. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where, where? So where in the pecking order does that headlining um, maybe or middle? somewhere in the middle? Yeah, just to you know, uh, he's he's very good. He's really talented. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't want anyone to think that nepotism gets you everywhere because otherwise. You know, I've I've got over forty cousins. I don't want them all lining up at my door and asking me for stuff because I let my partner play headlining of my jubilee. So um, I think yeah, somewhere in the middle. Uh, he's really good at comparing as well. So maybe I could just throw him that job as well. You know, he's he's nice. good at doing the ladies and gentlemen give it up for and, and all that. So he can do that. Perfect. <laughs> so who else? But who else? So we got we've got um, black, black, uh, black lace, lace opening. Black lace. Your partner's there in the middle. Has your partner? Have they got a name? Have they got what's the what's the name of the band? Yeah, um, the Hot Hot Pocket. Um, Pocket. Yeah, they they run amazing jam nights and they're also a function band. They're fantastic. yeah, definitely check them out if you... Yeah, if check you them out. We'll put some links in the description for... Uh, yeah, if you send us some links, we can absolutely put that out. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got oh, thank you pocket, so much. We've got Black, black Lace uh, and obviously um, uh, Fool's Folly on the kazoos. Yeah. It's just... This podcast, is, this, this podcast is just a long game for us to get an album together. So who else are you having? Anyone else? Um... Well, I th- I just I feel like maybe I would have to have System of a Down in there because I did grow up on them. It's a that's a real contrast of music though. You know, you've got the function band, you've got the two kazoo's, um, you've got heavy metal, and then you've got like children's party anthems. That's just I, I think that's every I'm covering all bases there. You're covering know? all bases, absolutely. But, yeah. And also, Your Majesty, <laughs> it's your party. Have yeah, who you want. <laughs> have, have who the hell you want. That's absolutely. true. <laughs> and is this? I know. Is this going to be sort of like a main stage area, or do you want it more like Glasto, like a festival, so you can go and see different bits each time, or is this sort of you know they're oh, coming out to you? I'd love a festival. I I'm a big fan of a festival. Yeah, just just 
take over Glastonbury, cancel that and just have my jubilee instead. That leads us on nicely. It doesn't. It's not a link. I just said that like like someone had given a really good linking <laughs> sentence there. It's not. I've lied. <laughs> so, obviously at the moment, the Queen, their seat of power, the seat of power in England is Buckingham Palace, right? Mm-hmm. However, you don't, you're, 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 we, get out of there, Liz. We're kicking her out. We don't like her anymore. Your Royal Highness, you're taking over... But your seat of power doesn't have to be Buckingham Palace. Where's your seat of power going to be? Oh, probably like a cottage in the forest somewhere. I'd, I'd right. love a cottage in a forest. I've, I've always wanted one. And if I'm going to be queen, then I feel like, you know, the country could buy me one. Maybe. Just like... <laughs> right. I <laughs> think <enough>. so. Right. <laughs> we'll knock what? down Buckingham Palace and, uh, you know, whatever. Sell it. Sell it. Well, we could sell it. We could turn it into we a Wetherspoons. And then, Yeah. All the, all the money from that can go to buying me a, a small cottage in a in a weathered forest somewhere and live out my witch fantasy. In, in England? Oh, yes, yeah, definitely in England. Um, I, I really like the new forest, uh, so probably maybe the new forest. There are, there are two <laughs> things there. I so want to be uh, sitting... I want to get in from work one day, put the telly on, and it's four of a bed, and someone has bought Buckingham Palace, <laughs> and they're on that week... <laughs> And it's like a bunch, a bunch of mouthy, mouthy people have turned up and are just slating the bedrooms in Buckingham Palace. I love that. That's what I want. Uh, and 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 secondly, um, if you're in, a, if you're in, a, what I quite like is if you're in a cottage in the middle of like the New Forest somewhere. Not only are you the queen, you will probably get a reputation for being a witch. Yeah, yeah, that's totally what I want. So my my dream my actual goal in life is that when I'm old I'm that old woman who lives in a really mysterious cottage at the end of the street or at the top of a hill somewhere and all the kids have these rumours about the, a witch living there Local and they legends. play knockdown ginger and stuff like you know like in Big Fish there was yeah. that that scene that's what I want to be <laughs> surrounded you know? by wires with shoes on them yeah <laughs> every few years you McGregor comes and knocks on your door <laughs> Doing a, a ropey but acceptable American accent. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the very sort of twangy <laughs> accent that he has in that film. But that's that's my dream. I, I just want to be the mysterious witch. And I think living in a cottage, that would just add that certain charm to it. A, a, a witch who likes black lace, you know. Your Majesty. Um, so... Um, and then my mind went blank. Uh, so National holiday? That. Yeah, I know it's that. It's right in front of oh, me. Sorry. I'm reading no, it. I'm, oh, not, right. even no, sorry. I just, I'm uh... not even looking at you. I'm reading it and I still went blank. Because and I'm, oh, I'll share something with you. I still had my own impression of Bono going through my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I read it. I went to read it as, oh no, the edge. You get to choose the new national holiday. What is it in celebration of and when would it be? And then I thought, no, you're not conducting this interview with Bono. <laughs> and then, oh, this is how my mind works. And then I went, even if you were conducting this interview with Bono, you wouldn't do it by doing an impression, an impression of, Bono, of Bono. Talking to the edge, asking questions. It all, <laughs> those rail tracks are really... Yeah, I'm just throwing them down really quickly in They're front. sort of going in a spiral. To, I, I, I know. It's been one of those days. I'm sorry. So, uh, and yes, somehow we're still going to crash. We're still... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sorry, so Your Majesty, yes, absolutely. As the monarch, um, you will get the power to be able to create a new national holiday. So what we wanted to ask was, 
uh, if you got to create a new national holiday, uh, when would it be and what would it be in celebration of? I think it would probably be near my birthday because the Queen does that, doesn't she? She has a birthday yeah. thing. It would probably be near my birthday and it would just be a big fancy dress day. I love Halloween, so any excuse to dress up, I, I think, you know... It, so I'd, I'd have a massive fancy dress day, and it's compulsory. You have to you have to dress up. What, fancy dress day. If, if it's compulsory, what's the punishment if you don't? Mm, I'll be nice and just give you a fine. I don't want no jail time or anything like that, but a fine. You know. <laughs> I quite like the idea of we. I quite like the idea of a fine for not dressing up in fancy dress. <laughs> <laughs> and can I ask, can I ask uh, your royal <laughs> highness for you what constitutes fancy dress what's the cri- so for example you've turned you've turned up to Steve Jobs 1 and Steve Jobs 2 <laughs> this evening if we went round together we could probably claim what we were cosplaying and we'd probably get away with it would you uh, would we be, to, would we get away with it would we get away with it or Mm, maybe if you had like a few apple products in your hand or or like fake apple you know you could make a cardboard ipad or something i'd let that go but i've seen a lot of quality fancy dress in my time um so i you know i'd I'd want it to be like you've really put an effort in you've not just thrown a turtleneck on and be like steve jobs you know Turtlenecks, right? Oh, together, we could be Steve Odd Jobs, and then we then we get home, maybe. <laughs> if you're carrying like tools and stuff, that would be amazing. I'd love yeah, that. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Steve Odd Jobs. That's our kazoo double act name. That's it. Yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Steve Odd Jobs. There we go. Odd Jobs. So we come up with turtle turtlenecks, the glasses, loose fitting jeans, and a hard hat. Amazing. Uh, that's the <laughs> <laughs> so fancy dress day. Are you calling anything in particular, or is it just going to be called fancy dress day? Um, I think just fancy dress day, or Her Royal Highness's fancy dress day. Um, nice, but it's Simple. yeah, absolutely mandatory. And is yeah. there is there any theme, or is it just it just has to be fancy dress? Um, I might say it just has to be fancy dress because when I've had themed fancy dress parties i'm really strict and i don't want to be too strict with people um so i think it would just be safer for everyone if i just say it's general fancy dress because then you could be steve odd jobs whereas if i gave you a theme uh, you wouldn't be able to dress up as the same character i've been very stern about that in the past (laughs) (laughs) or 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 if you were being really mean and you also wanted uh the exchequer to make a few quid what you would do is release the theme at midnight (laughs) for the following day (laughs) so people sort of eagerly go what is it was it was it was it it, it?" and they'd have to frantically through the night just make these massive fancy dress things in order to walk out of their house and there'd be like police and armed guards outside with look no, not arm. I love it's only that. a fine, but still. <laughs> but please, I think that maybe I should just do that because maybe once every ten years, as like a special occasion, there'll be the a theme, and they have to fit the theme. And well, maybe just like particularly like all the, like the really sort of enthusiastic parents with kids. Yeah. Like at midnight, and you just go, it's aquatic things, and they'd be like, shit, right, fuck, I'll get a fucking octopus out of this bubble wrap and shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know that the mums would be great at it though, because they've they've got yeah. kids who tell them that it was well it's World Book Day tomorrow, and suddenly they're like, oh, we've got to get them a costume. They're like the best, every yeah, time. the best dressed. Yeah, yeah. 
Pizza oh, yeah. are great at making you prepared for anything, I think. <laughs> there's always yeah, there's all there's always the super mums and yeah. you know. Oh, can I tell you just yeah, yeah, this go is a on. little bit I'm I'm derailing you now. No no but, no, um... no no no. As the guest as, so... as a rule, as the guest, you can never <laughs> derail down all this track. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just quickly just throwing down all this track just in case. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite fancy dress things that I've ever seen. I was I was uh, running a stand-up comedy for primary school kids in a in a school in uh, North London. Don't know how I got that job. I'm not that funny, but it was it was a it was a really cool I'd job. I'd like to differ. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and um, I had uh, they they had World Book Day, and so they were all dressed up. And I said, okay, so answer the register as your character that you're dressed up as for World Book Day. And one kid, when it got to them, they stood up and they were dressed as like a caramel wafer, you know, the Tunnock's caramel wafers. Yeah, and yeah. they just went here, you know, because how does a caramel wafer speak? And um, and I was like, oh, what book is a caramel wafer from? And his answer was, I don't know, a recipe book, probably. And I just thought, you're a genius. I, you're fantastic. <laughs> That is, that is brilliant. Right? I don't know the rest of it, probably. And, and there was oh yeah, and there was so much effort in his costume as well. Like he he'd obviously chosen to be a caramel wafer. He'd painted the board like a, a cardboard tabard that he'd made with the Tunnock's logo, and he had these gold trousers on, like gold trousers and like a red long sleeve top it was amazing it was my favorite costume and his answer just made it even better <laughs> absolutely and that boy was jimmy carr <laughs> <laughs> he might he actually i might hire him to judge my fancy dress there'd be a competition of course would he uh, have to do he it dressed it. as the caramel wafer yes and Fine. with the same deadpan expression that he approached me that day <laughs> yes Pets, right there we go. Uh, right. <laughs> Sorry, were you're you doing right. Bono impressions in your head as well? <laughs> I, I was, yeah. I, but I was doing an impression of you doing an impression of Bono. Was what I was <laughs> actually, so. Your Royal Highness, Queen at the moment, Big Liz, she's got corgis, right? We want to know what your pet of choice is going to be. That's that's quite tough, actually. I think I would probably... My favourite animal is a jellyfish, so maybe I'd just have a massive aquarium in my cottage, obviously. I don't know how it's going to fit, but we'll make it work. I'm the queen. I want it. We'll figure um, it out. Yeah, and I just love jellyfish, so, so maybe those. Or a room full of cats, because I also love cats. Maybe both, a mixture. Jelly cats. Get, jelly cats. Yeah, get, get science on the on the phone. We'll uh, we'll make a new pet. <laughs> Is it top half cat, bottom half jellyfish, or big jellyfish, mm. big jellyfish sort of bulbous head, cat legs? I was imagining a, <laughs> a, a cat made of jellyfish. If I'm honest, um, <laughs> that like might be better. in formation. <laughs> yeah. Take with that. Take. T- I don't know what I mean by that, but you take that however you think it needs to be t- taken. <laughs> A cat made of jellyfish. So wait, wait hold on. Hold, no, I've got to re- Sorry. <laughs> I've got to really get this into my head. Does it look like a cat, but yes. it is jelly, like the yes. jellyfish consistency, or is it lots of jellyfish sort of huddled together ah. in order to make it sort of look like a cat from a distance? That's what I was imagining. 
like they had to they had to swim in formation all the time to maintain the cat shape in the in the water or or because i said get science on the phone and they've they've got this new absolutely bonkers queen and i've said i want a jelly cat make it make it happen and science have gone oh and they've just you know stuck some jellyfish together but also that's how blue gun but also uh queen rachel that's how you bring stem projects and mad projects together together Together. (laughs) (laughs) it's all taking shape (laughs) it's all coming that's the thing with the royal family at the moment they don't do enough bonkers stuff do they Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> they really, really don't. Apart from you know, get behind the wheels of a Range Rover when they definitely shouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. As well, I had to. I had to go and get some. No, extra no, drink. that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Uh, I mean, you've absolutely killed the momentum of the interview, but I'll, I'll let you. <laughs> And it's it's all right because I'll get us back on track because I can just easily pull out another Bono impression, and I <laughs> that's fine, yeah. that tends to save things. That, really tends to, like. that tends to really really save it, yeah. It does okay. And and I had to just bring all this extra track with me because I was really running out, <laughs> <laughs> just really lugging it up the stairs. Oh no, the edge. Do you mind if I go and get some more track now? <laughs> Your Majesty, this is actually a very serious question because this is, is this is messing with real serious tradition. Mm-hmm. But what would you replace the Christmas speech with? The Halloween address. So there's nothing at Christmas at all? No, no. I'm not really... I know, I, 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 I probably disappoint a lot of people because I know people love Christmas, but um, I just... I don't know. I just... I, I, I've always been more of a Halloween person. I love eating all of the foods that come around at Halloween. I I love dressing up. I love everything spooky. I am a you know, a closeted goth. So um I think yeah <laughs> I'm just I'm getting to the point where I'm nearly thirty and I keep I know that you can be a goth at any age, but there's part of me that's like, oh it doesn't when I'm going into a school I can't be dressed in slayer T shirts and things, can I? I've got to I, I I've got twin personality. <laughs> I have I have all the sort of goth like I've I've got the the chains and stuff, but I only only on the weekends. <laughs> but um yeah, so I think Halloween a Halloween address, and uh, I think it would suit the the fact that I also enforce a fancy dress day with a fine for people who don't dress up. They'll just uh you know I'll update them on spooky oh, things. So would you? For the same rules that you've got for your birthday, which is the mandatory, do the same mandatory? Do we have to mandatorily take part in Halloween? No, I'll be a bit more lax, but I I would hope that people, uh, you know, after they've been trick or treating, uh, they'll they'll fall asleep on the sofa watching a spooky film. They've just caught the Halloween address, so very much like the Christmas speech, but at Halloween. Um, and I will tell a fun ghost story as well because I, <laughs> nice. I think that would be so cool Very to nice. have a ghost story, like a collective national ghost story each each year. Yeah. Your Majesty, Your Royal mm-hmm. Highness. At the moment, obviously, currently, the Queen has her likeness depicted on stamps and uh, coins. Of course, you you taking over as ruler for the country if you're selected. 
those will be changed to your likeness. As an added bonus, you're also going to be able to get your likeness added to one other thing. What would you like your likeness added to? I don't... Oh, that's a really tough one. Maybe I would just have... Um, you know those banners that you have on lampposts? I think I would like just the be in those. Like the, you know, t- in 12 weeks, there's going to yeah. be work here. <laughs> it would just be my face instead. You... <laughs> <laughs> you have to guess what the warning is. <laughs> <laughs> you just know something's up in that area. If you, you know something's going to happen. Yeah. You, if you, <laughs> you walk past. I can't you tell. see it and you're like, oh, there's going to be 8 to 12 weeks of something. People in their cars are just going, I can't tell. Is the road going to be closed or is it going to be a fancy dress party? I just don't know. <laughs> oh no, the edge. <laughs> is, the, is there no through road? Or is there going to be a Halloween star at the end of the week? <laughs> Bono, if you are listening, I'm actually a really big fan. So, sorry, uh, so Your Majesty, Your Majesty, sorry to bring it back onto track. Yeah. Um, Just throwing them all down. So, obviously, when the <laughs> when the royals, uh, if a royal member of the royal family gets married or there's a big occasion, there's obviously like a balcony balcony shot, and that's quite yeah. a famous thing. It's waving at the people, and obviously, like uh, the kiss on the balcony is quite a famous thing. Uh, so, yeah. which we wanted to ask, um, who would you most like to kiss on a balcony? I, I won't. I didn't want to upset my partner by saying somebody else. Um, but I think I probably have a box of frogs. Um, you know, like princesses always kiss frogs. Yes. <laughs> One of them might turn into a handsome man. I don't know, but I will just have a box of frogs. And every now and again, uh, again, it, it, you'll see you'll see at the side of a road my face on one of those on those signs, and you'll think, "What's she doing?" And there'll just be a televised moment of me kissing a frog on a balcony and being like, "Ah, oh, nah, not this time, guys. It's, it's not a uh, not a prince. Sorry." And then just going going back, retreating <laughs> behind the curtain. You have just suddenly created a completely new gambling industry in and of itself. Yes, that's <laughs> yes, what you've yeah. done. <laughs> you have just <laughs> you have just changed the world of gambling forever. What I want to see is the one time it happens, and that one man who's always thought one day. One day she's going to kiss a frog and it's going to turn into a man. And the one day it happens, I want to see this man <laughs> earn billions of pounds. <laughs> yeah, overnight. One day, just, one day yeah. it's going to be, yeah. Overnight. <laughs> overnight just becomes billionaire. the richest man in, in the UK. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, he, or he internally combusts because it's the one time he didn't bet on it happening. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so disappointing. So, do you often kiss frogs? Um, no, I mean, they... <laughs> I never, just, just, I never thought that was you know, a question on a podcast that we would get to ask. Do you often? It's it's a question I often get asked, you know, Connor. It's mm. it's one of those questions that you know. Do do you kiss frogs? And... Well, I'm just wondering um, like, if if at the moment you, if it's something you're 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 doing and you're just bringing into your reign, or if it's something new that you're going to sort of discover. I think you know I, there's a lot of pressure um, as a as a monarch to marry the right person, and um, rather than you know, try and figure it out. I'm just going to leave it up to fate and kiss a bunch of frogs. <laughs> yeah. <just laughs> see, <laughs> see what happens. And uh, if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen, then they can't blame me because uh, it was... At least you're trying. Frog's fault. Yeah. The, the prince should have come forward trying. as a frog. 
Exactly. The prince should have come forward as a frog, absolutely. There's also <laughs> going to be a whole industry... Oh, this is the other thing. There's also going to be a whole industry that's built up about people trying to turn into frogs to be able to be kissed <laughs> on a balcony. A whole new sort of, you know, scientific division is going to erupt around this, trying to make frog people. They're already trying to make jelly cats, so now yep. they're going to be making frog men. I love the idea that they've got they've got so fed up of me kissing frogs on a balcony that they're like, look, we just need to make a man into a frog so that she'll kiss him and he'll turn into a man and then she'll stop. <laughs> we can't. This is such terrible PR. But also imagine reading that advert in the paper. Volunteers wanted for <laughs> for frog mutation experiments. May must get be to, handsome. Must be handsome. May get to kiss queen. <laughs> <laughs> You'd, so you don't, because eventually, right, with that working that out, you'd end up eventually it will work, right? Science will make yeah. it work, and you'll get that. But also, it's gonna go wrong a lot. So you're gonna end up with a lot of your subjects, Rachel, that are kind of like either got little frog bits, <laughs> little little frogs with little like man heads and stuff, and the transformation doesn't quite work. Like the end of the flies, just help me. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, but there'll be flies. a point. There'll be a point. Particularly, you know, if you're in your little cat, if you're in your little cottage in the woods, and you might be mm-hmm. out sort of in your back garden with a glass of wine on a nice summer night, and you're just like hearing like frogs chirping. There'll just be one just actually going ribbit. <laughs> <laughs> just walking. Not even hopping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking went for that experimenting program, didn't I? Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't even get to kiss the queen. The least you could do queen. is give me a snog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been in that pond three fucking months now. Can't fucking believe it. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> no, I can't fucking believe it. <laughs> Listeners, I'm so sorry. Darren just did probably the best visual gag that you're never going to be able to see. Yeah. Oh, oh but God. we've recorded it on Zoom. Yes, we have. Yeah. Why don't you head over yeah. to the Fools Folly YouTube channel, and maybe up. we'll clip that little bit out, and we'll you can you can go ahead and watch that watch that part of uh, part of YouTube. So, Your Royal Highness, one of our, one of my favourite questions. I think Darren, uh, you'll be the same here. One of our yeah. favourite questions here: What form of transport would you most like to throw a bottle of champagne at? The 156 to Vauxhall. Uh, it's a bus. It's great. So <laughs> I, I get it all the time. It's a good bus journey. <laughs> but just random, you know, on random days. <laughs> I'll be like, stop just this bus. Out. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be at the bus stop. He'll, he'll pull over and be like, oh, oh, your highness. And I'll just... <laughs> just off you go. With a good bottle work. of so this is a bus you get regularly so you're this is this is this is this is a good thing yeah you're you're doing this because they're doing a darn good job yeah well you know i i rely on public transport a lot because i i don't drive and um one thing that i really hate is uh i hate getting the train when it's really busy and um one of the jobs that i i was doing pre-pandemic i'd always have to the quickest route was to get a train, three trains actually, but tubes. And I hated it because it was in rush hour. So instead, I'd get one tube to uh, Vauxhall and uh, the 156 
all the way home or I'd get the 156 to Vauxhall and then get that one train. It took longer but it was nice. I'd always get a seat at the top. It was a good journey. <laughs> it's really, I'd listen to a podcast, Fool's Folly sometimes and uh, yeah. <laughs> You've been on that journey with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's so you're yeah, not so you're not throwing it in anger. It is just good job. Yeah, you know, you know, like because they they smash the champagne and the boat usually goes, don't doesn't yeah. it? Um, so I think it will pull up at the stop, and I'll just be like, "Well done," spank it with a bottle of champagne, and just watch watch him drive off. And that's just a, <laughs> a thing that this on, queen does on top of everything else that she's doing. <laughs> Sounding a bit like a chaotic country when I'm in in charge, but <laughs> talking of talking of chaos, Your Majesty. Of mm-hmm. course, there have always been rumours about the royals sort of being big big lizards. Yes. So my question is, uh, what's what would the crazy rumour about you be? I'm a witch. That I'm probably a very ancient witch, and uh, I've somehow taken this form, and I've managed to. Uh, rise to power through my spell making now i'm in charge and then the country's chaotic so this is the room and, so, and i've got so the... yeah and i've got frogs as well and witches and frogs that's a thing isn't it so i mean it's a lot of links <laughs> it's going to be quite hard to dispel that rumor <laughs> if, if anything if anything yeah. if anything if anything david i can't get out of bed that day <laughs> yeah is he like what we should do now kissing frogs knew it <laughs> it'll be so yeah it'll be so weird that the idea of you being a witch will be too mainstream for him <laughs> yeah. i don't know if i discourage that rumor either i might you know play play with it i think the queen doesn't do that enough if i was if i was the queen right yeah. with the lizard rumor Every now and again, I'd, you know, flick my tongue like a lizard does or something, just to send the public into a frenzy. You know, oh, oh she did a lizard thing. She might be a mm. lizard. I, I I think I'd do that as a as a queen with a rumour of a witch. I might or every just... now and then, she should just come out on all fours. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and freeze somewhere. <laughs> See, I, I, I would, I just for my own fun. So I, I think as a as a rumour of a witch, I'd probably maybe, you know, every now and again... Lean into it. Yeah, there, there'd be a... Uh, I'd have some sort of public address that I've got to do and uh, I'd I'd wear a cloak or I'd, or I'd have, like, a cauldron in the background and I'd quickly, like, get the guards to pull a curtain over it and, <laughs> like, it didn't happen. <laughs> Very nice. Just to, yeah, just to play into the... The rumor, have a bit of fun with the with the crowd. Just hang out with Bette Midler quite a lot as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she oh she should have been on the concert list. She could have seen. Um, I put a spell on you <laughs> from um, Hocus Pocus. So your Royal Highness, currently obviously, uh, if if you meet the Queen, uh, if you walk into a room and the Queen's in there, or if the Queen comes into a room and you're in, you have to bow. But we're dispelling that. We're getting rid of that. That's not something that you have to adopt. What do people do when you walk into a room or indeed they walk into a room and you're there? Oh, I think because I'm quite an awkward person when I walk into a room, I'm never quite sure how to conduct myself. And when I'm teaching and and things, a lot of kids have... I I had a group of kids who did impressions of me for stand-up comedy, which was very touching and... 
It was <laughs> it, it was great. I, I really appreciated it. I get I get them to choose a theme for the register each week, and one week they said let's do an impression of Miss Rachel, and uh, uh, some of the things that they did made me very aware of what I do when I'm talking. And one of them was sort of doing finger guns, you know, like when I'm talking. And um, so I think maybe I'd get everyone to just like like finger guns me so when I walk in so that when I do it it doesn't seem so weird I'm just responding nice. to the fact that they did it first yeah I love a good finger gun <laughs> yeah finger gun too. is underutilized <laughs> we just all look like the uh the office meme though wouldn't we from uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I'd be I'd be I, that sounds that's a really nice and what I like about that one what I really like about that one yeah. your, Maj- your majesty is it's not necessarily a uh, I'm bowing down to you or I'm being submissive to you and it's a, it's kind of a, like a we're all together yeah we're in it yeah yeah maybe they have to do like an A as well as when they do it like a oh there she is and I'll be like oh there you are you know we're all in this room let's go to the next room and see who's in there <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they, they could do it to they could do it to us as well and then so yeah. on and so on and so on and so on <laughs> And no one gets any work done that day at all. No, it just turns into a playground yet again. <laughs> Stick black lace on, it'll be fun. Brilliant. Yeah, do a dance, shoot your finger guns, live your life. Well, Your, your Majesty, that almost brings us uh, to the end to the end of the interview. So before before we say goodbye to you, obviously every monarch at some point is probably going to face some sort of major constitutional crisis a big thing that they've got to deal with and they've got to do it somehow and maintain their dignity their tact and keep all the public faith so uh, your majesty the constitutional crisis that we would like you to discuss two gobby upstarts have started a podcast challenging the validity of your reign how do you deal with them oh okay um i would invite them to my cottage and they can have a special blended tea by me and some brownies because I'm really good at baking and we'll have a really nice conversation and a discussion and when they leave the cottage I'll call out to them and I'll just have a vial in my hand labeled the antidote (laughs) And (laughs) and you know they won't know because I won't, you know, they they won't know. Are they feeling warm because they're in a, a warm, swampy forest? Or, you know, are they getting hot under the collar because they're nervous? Or, or did or the queen give them a special blend? Turtlenecks. <laughs> oh, yeah, are they just wearing turtlenecks? Or <laughs> is she a witch? Did she just confirm that she may curse us if we reveal that her reign might not be valid? And I, we'd walk out of there, mate, and I'd turn to you and I'd go... Oh no, Diaz. (laughs) (laughs) I I think she's gone damn poisoned us. (laughs) You see, what happened there, right? Right, what I like like there, Your Majesty, is that it started so lovely. Like, so, like, I'm just going to invite them round for, like, tea and cake. And we'll just have Mm -hmm. a chat. I was like, do you know what? What a lovely diplomatic... I'd probably just agree there and then. I'd go, do you know what? And then yeah. the poison. <laughs> That's just Suddenly my safety, in little... case. Just in case. Yeah, just, just in case you've been pleasant 
but you know behind my back you're going to go and do it anyway <laughs> i've got to, i've got to ask though for my own knowledge mm-hmm. would you have poisoned would it is it a bluff are you not bluffing i can't tell you that <laughs> <laughs> oh hold on because it's to the point rachel you said it in, in such a way with where i where i i know you couldn't physically i i know you couldn't but i'm also now looking at my glass and trying to smell it and go does it smell like almond come on what's going on I was gonna say, how fun has it been that it's all been kooky fun and really and really like, oh, I'll have a party, let's do ghost stories, I'll, I'll get the one five six with you, and then I've said, oh, maybe I'll poison you. Who knows? Maybe I'll what poison you, dickhead. I've <laughs> <laughs> left it really dark. On on that bombshell rachel thank you ever so much for joining us uh, very quickly before you go is there anything you'd like to talk about anything you'd like to promote what you're doing where can people find you uh yeah um i have a facebook page and an instagram at rachel the small then you'll find me and that's all of my fun i promise fun and not dark um storytelling and um arts and crafts and and all the sorts of things that i do and um, and i'm also running a project soon that you can get involved with if you look up sketchybusiness.bigcartel.com then there's loads of information on there that will be launching very soon uh yeah fantastic and we'll put links to everything that you send us rachel uh in the in the episode description so if you want to go and, and check out everything that rachel's doing uh you can find it there and it will take you straight there uh again or oh, thank you so much for coming and doing this your majesty uh, it's been lovely talking to you this evening. Uh, before we go, because this works brilliantly on an audio podcast, um, can we ask what would your royal wave be? My royal wave. As a, oh, I'm ter- I'm terrible at waving, so I probably just do you know like the Forrest Gump like bye, really <laughs> big and loud. <laughs> with with the bye as well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> By even if the intention is hello, which is a, yeah, double, yeah. a double mind fuck. As and you know when she goes down in the carriage, like for that whole stretch, yeah, yeah just for the whole thing, I'm just like bye the whole the way. Whole, yeah. All that leaves us to say is all rise for Rachel Hammond. <laughs> Again, oh, wasn't that just what a brilliant an episode. incredible episode, an incredible guest, Rachel Hammond. You'll have heard her, everyone. What a fantastic guest. Please go and show Rachel all of the love because she was a phenomenal guest here on All Rise 4. She was so great. Uh, what were your what were, what were your some of your highlights? Oh, uh, the, the, I like. The... Can I? Sorry, just the, I, I asked you. I did a really annoying thing there, which was I asked you a question, <laughs> but I wanted to answer it. So I'm going to answer it first. Can I just say, quite like the fact yeah. that straight out of the blocks, someone just went, "Nope, keeping the title, going to be queen." Keep it yeah, going. thought that was Keep really going. nice. Damn. Yeah, that was really really fun. Damn. That was really really great. The industry, the new industry that's going to arise around uh, sort of you know keeping and maintaining frogs. Uh, and the gambling industry that's going to surround uh, surround sort of frogs from now on is is probably some of my highlights. But yeah, subject. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of All Rise Four uh, with Rachel Hammond. Please go ahead and join in the conversation with us over on our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook. Links in the description. 
down below. Tell us what you loved. Tell us what you didn't. Send us in your questions. Send us in your hopes, your dreams, your aspirations, whatever it is that you want to do. We won't read them all. But we appreciate it nonetheless. All that leaves us to say is once again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of All Rise 4. We will be back next week with a new candidate in the hot chair, hoping to win your hearts and minds and to try and convince you that they should be the new ruler. See you next week. Bye, subjects. Bye.